So, Emma is on. What's good? How's it going, Richard? <laughs> I'm sound, mate. I'm sound, living the life, living the life. How about you back in Iowa? You enjoying it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes and no. Strong start, strong start. Um, yes, yes and no. Um, been back only a few days. It's always good to also spend time with family. <laughs> Yeah, that's a diplomatic answer, and, isn't it? Yes, but also, you know, I've saved all of those like food recipes on TikTok, so now I get to have a big fat kitchen to like practice that in. So I guess it's somewhat um, cathartic. I don't know. No, that is that. But, it's mad how like when you live on your own in like a flat or something, you do just look forward to having a big kitchen again when you go home, don't you? You're like, right. Yes. I'm getting like a proper little yeah. station going. Like you imagine true. yourself being Gordon Ramsay, but I feel like I do like two or three big dishes and then I'm like, nah, I'm bored of that now. Yeah. Got that out of my system. Yeah. Like. yeah. I'm like, it's the timing. I'm like, I got these two side dishes in this main dish, but funny you, you talk about Gordon Ramsay because that's what I've been spending my time doing before my new contract starts, which is literally master chef and then i'm like huh let me master it up in this uh yeah, kitchen but <laughs> but no for real i'm like i don't know if you remember my counter in korea but it was do you remember in seoul the size of my kitchen yeah i remember like it was literally like <laughs> this big yeah, like to chop and do anything you need and yeah so having a, a fat kitchen to work in is nice for sure yeah <laughs> right i mean that's yeah. it in it like you know because right. you don't even, in those sort of like Korean, those really small apartment, you know, like the, the kitchen, right. there's nowhere to put your stuff. That really winds me up right. actually. Like a lot of the time there's not even a space for a chopping board. And I'm like, what yeah. the, What do you think I'm doing? Like, do you think I'm chopping right. my fruit? Do you think I'm chopping my fruit and vegetables on the pan? Like that's you not how that it Ajima works, technique. Ajima even needs like more space to work on that. But you know, that's like, Yeah, that's it. <laughs> hilarious. It? Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. No, too um, good. So you yeah. got back home on Friday? What day is it? Um, Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. Thursday, Thursday. night. So, uh, yes. Oh, yes. Cool. So just taking my contract. My new job starts next Monday. The same company, oh. different position. So. How long is that for? It's open-ended, technically. So okay. we'll see how we'll see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> no, the company's good. Um, just gonna struggle being kept in the states for a bit because yeah. I actually haven't worked. I was thinking I haven't actually worked in the states in like seven years. Wow, about. on and off a few like here and there, maybe stepping in to do some like you know waiting at a restaurant or something at some point. But yeah, yeah. cash to go again. But besides that, like, so I'm like, oh no. <laughs> We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to stay in Iowa? Um, Just for maybe a month or two. It's going to mm. be kind of on and off. So I have a few plans to see like some friends in Austin and probably go to New York for a bit. I have a friend living in Alaska. So I'm like good opportunity to go yeah. up there. <laughs> so might, might do that. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> that won't be terrible. <laughs> There's more that sounds there. interesting to be honest that alaska is yeah. a bit mad like fuck. <laughs> yes i actually haven't looked at the the flight path but i mean compared to other flights i've been on probably not crazy but i'm like oh my gosh how do i get up there you know it's yeah yeah. So. <laughs> yeah 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 but oh cool yeah yeah sounds it sounds it honestly like you know 
you, you, it's good that you're going to get about at least because for some reason, whenever I go home, I'm instantly like, I sit down on my house couch and the guy who likes to travel <laughs> everywhere and never stops all of a sudden, like, yes. this is a pretty comfy couch. I'm going to be honest, yeah. like... <laughs> You know, like, I've got actually, some good series I've got to catch up with, like. <laughs> <laughs> actually, it's so funny you say that, because that's so true. Like, I mean, you know me pretty well, but I'm such a go, go, go person. So, like, mm. I'm actually cracking up because I've been sick multiple times in the last month because I've just not stopped. Like, mm. I've been I've been in and out. I've been flying around. I've been seeing everyone and anyone I can and doing literally the most. And mm. I've been forced <laughs> to stop and recover which really sucks but it's necessary i think that's how i work is just i'm dun, 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 and then all of a sudden like mm. it, like i'm forced into place like this so yeah is it healthy probably do i like it no so <laughs> you mean you, prob- you mean the way around right <laughs> you like it but it's not healthy right yeah yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I, honestly both. like maybe they're interchangeable yeah. <laughs> it's a difficult thing to balance in it because it's like when you're like uh i feel like i'm i'm similar sometimes like you just you're gonna find out when your body doesn't like it because it'll just right. tell you like when you're like right. oh, okay time right. to slow down right. a bit maybe but <laughs> yeah. yeah yep here I, I remember actually yep. the there was a time in korea where I remember like the first weekend where I just did nothing after a long yeah. time of like every weekend just doing something. And it was that it was like I remember just sat, being sat in the room and thinking, What the fuck? Like yeah. my body felt yeah. so tired and I thought I haven't right. stopped in like three months, have I? Like I've just right. kept on going and going and going. But it's so addictive. It is that's the thing, isn't it? It's like and then the second you stop you go, This is boring. Like I, yeah. I, yeah. You know, like <laughs> yes. Like, uh, you yes. know, it's, it's just boring. No, I'm like, well, and it's funny because it's even more, I think the hard part now is because like, you know, just now in London too, like I, there was a few nights where I was like, I can't wait to just like go to sleep by 10 PM and mm. like, you know, have a full night's rest. But, but I think it's cause or like in Korea, same thing, like finally taking a break, which is great. But then, you know, like, um, man, what was I going to say? <laughs> like I've literally lost that trap. Oh, well, here, like, I don't have, like, anything really to, I have to create things to look forward to where there it's kind of, you know, like, regardless, you'll always find someone to do something in those spaces where here I'm now, like, I really have to just stay, like, low, lie low for a bit, you know, which is a bit unfortunate. I'm too uh, uh, social for that. (laughs) Unless I go from the Amish, which honest to god might happen you might see me in a freaking buggy at some point here like riding <laughs> the horses like we'll see we don't know <laughs> no i respect it mate so yeah i want to yes. take i want to i want so I, the, we, we're gonna have two conversations i want to have a conversation about you and mm-hmm. then a conversation another conversation later about seeking discomfort but the first one i want to yeah. i want to start because obviously we're talking about you now but i actually want to start hopefully right back at before i even yeah. knew you which has been right. a while now but yeah. i just want to know uh so obviously i think people can already gather from what we've said that um you are a big traveler like i'd say without sounding big i did myself out of most people i know i would only put i would put probably only you as a bigger traveler than me that's how i feel well, like i in terms of like i'm just very flexible i consider myself flexible like I consider myself yeah. like if someone offered me a role in another country tomorrow, I wouldn't have any problem going like on a personal right, level. Right. 
Right. But I feel like you are just like on another level to me. Like, <laughs> and, you know, I, I just think Crazy. you're like, you're somebody I look at. And I think you're genuinely somebody I look at. Yeah. And if someone says to me, where's Emma? Like anybody else I know, <laughs> anybody else I'm friends with, mo- I just say, I just say, I know where they are. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I know where they are. Like, I definitely know what continent they're in. You right, know, but with right. you, I always have to end it with a big, I think. Yeah. I, it's always, where's Emma at the moment? I think, oh, I don't know, but I think <laughs> last time I saw her on Instagram, yeah. she was, I have no idea. Like, you're just like hopping about everywhere. So, that is, it's so funny you said that because I literally just, I think before this, received a, a text from someone that was like, where are you? <laughs> Yeah, legit, like, legit. Like, I haven't answered yet. I'm like, I love the suspense. We'll let them think, you know, like, where is she? I don't know. <laughs> That's it, right? I mean, it's yeah, you're yeah. mysterious, you know what I mean? Like, you I like am. to keep people on my toes, like. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, <laughs> I keep myself on my toes, but that, yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah, right. it's yeah. fun. Though. It is fun. But it is, um, it is. what made you start traveling? <laughs> yeah, so... Um, I'd actually like think about this a bit because I was like, when, you know, people always ask this, I think too, but I'm like, I did think about it. So I have a concise answer. (laughs) Um, so I don't, you know, growing up where I'm from, there's never, you know, loads of opportunities that I was aware of to like do like high school abroad somewhere, like going abroad in general was never really, topics brought up even amongst like you know friends at most like you'd meet people who go on like cruise ships or go to mexico with their family for the summer Mm. and my like family never we would travel around the states which i loved but um not loads of places kind of same places and you know i really enjoyed that but um i think there was like three really pivotal moments that i was like this (laughs) you know Mm. probably is how i got on the path like I did, which one is like, I was probably like 14 or 15 and my grandparents, it was their 50th wedding anniversary. And they got all of us like tickets to a cruise ship, which is nuts, Mm. like insane. Like, um, didn't expect that. And this was at the time where at my, um, high school, the big thing, especially if your parents got divorced, which mine, you know, at the time had done, you know, just a year prior, everyone was going on cruise ships. So I was like, look at me going, you know, <laughs> like yeah, I'm yeah. not part of this pack, right? <laughs> so, um, and so we went and I think I loved like we we went to it was like Jamaica, um, Haiti and Mexico. So cool, right? But um I think I just remember, I mean, I don't know if you've ever been on like a cruise ship, but just like the sheer size of the ship was just like insane, you know? And so at first you're like, wow, look at this massive ship and like everything on it. And that part was like really cool at first, but then like, you know, we went to Jamaica and that was really cool. But one of the excursions, you know, was like, go to this plantation and, And that was like part of it. You do like a waterfall and then you go to a plantation, which was just like, and at the time, like, you know, in my high school and stuff, like not talking about politics, but other things, you know, like the discussion of certain things wasn't really like, you know, like, Ooh, that's maybe not the move, you know, to go make a plantation and excursion on Jamaica, you know, like it is for other reasons, but like fascinating, you know? And Mm -hmm. then I think we rocked up on the cruise ship to, 
Haiti, but it was like an island off of Haiti. And the ship itself was like larger than the than the island. And all these Haitians came over and were like, you know, braiding all these white people's freaking hair, you know. And I just and at the time I didn't I didn't click like why was this like so whack? Because I was like, this is all amazing, but also like I feel weird about like this cruise ship shit. Like, it is worth pointing out though. Fan. I do I do think it's an interesting thing though, like if they were braiding if if people who genuinely braid their hair for cultural reasons are braiding someone else's yeah. hair, I don't think it's a bad thing because yeah. who are they appropriating from? The people who are doing it? That's not appropriation. Yeah, but I think, that's not taking no, but something. Think... That's being given something, isn't it? It's like a, I think there's a diff, this. I, I get what you're saying, but I think it's yeah. quite. An, I think it's a quite an interesting thing, like about that. I don't want. I know this is what it's about, but I just thought I'd say. You know, yeah. I get what you're saying, but I do think. Yeah. You know, you're just supporting local economies and they want to share their culture. No one's getting hurt by that. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like... But I think, well, I think, yes, I think, though, because of this, it was, like, the sole purpose. Because this wasn't, like, super habitable where we were. So it was, like, literally people mm. being brought over to uh... just, you know, just keep the the tourists happy with the specific ship. You know, it wasn't, like... Mm, yeah. It was... So it was... It, it wasn't... Yeah. Like, that maybe in other areas but this was just like one of those situations where i was like ooh. but again like i was 14 and i just was like this feels weird i don't really like love this but i love like the beaches and i love the food and i love like seeing all these new places right so so after that like obviously i was really grateful but i was like you know i have friends who love resorts and cruise ships you know and that's their main type of travel yeah. I'm not, I think that was a point where even, you know, before I knew I would travel a lot, I, I was like, that is not what I want to spend my money on or my time on. And those aren't the people I really want to travel with or be around, you know? Yeah. And so that was kind of like the first, the first bit. And then, um, I think the second bit was my mom was actually working on, it was, she's, a, she's does marketing and she was working with a really small business program in Italy and I didn't get to go. She was like, you're staying home, which was tragic. But, um, I met a few of her like colleagues and, um, they were in higher education and they were like, they are the ones that kind of introduced me to like study abroad Erasmus, things like that, which I had no idea, you know, you could even do in university. Um, and so I just kind of soaked that shit up and I was, I mean, they, sh I think that happened when I was like in third year or like junior in high school. And so I had like a full year before I went into uni where I was like, that I'm just like reading into all these things and I had no idea all these like dope opportunities and all of that. And so I then was like, this is my, this is my focus is whatever I do in uni, I'm going to like go abroad at least once, you know, that's kind of so. I went in a full year before being like, this is what I'm going to like plan to do. And I did. And so like freshman, my first year of like uni, I went in, I worked my ass off. I like took a shit ton of credits and I was like, all I'm going to do is like try to go abroad as many times as I can. And I think like the third, the third like thing that really sent me off that path was a really good friend of mine. She was working in the Amazon in Ecuador and she was like, she took a gap year um, and she was like, just come on, you know, come on down. And so that was the first time I think it was like the second semester I was in university and I, you know, I paid for my flight and I flew all the way down there. And it was the first time I flew like international, like by myself, like 18 years old. And I think that's really when I was like, 
this is fucking sick and I want to keep doing it. And like her Spanish is way, way better than mine. And, you know, I learned a lot of lessons. I got second degree burn on my back. Like <laughs> I literally suffered, but I learned really quickly, like, you know, and so since I think since then, like, that's when I was like, I'm going to just fuck everyone. I'm going to go out and do this, you know, even if it like doesn't look great, you know, toward, I don't know. It's not, it's not fitting everyone else's agenda, but I freaking loved it. So I just kind of had like a fire in my belly after that, you know, <laughs> that that's it. I do think I do, you know, there's so much said that I agree with everything you said in terms of like, obviously yeah. I, I, it's, it's absolutely, these are the, it's little things, isn't it? But I do think, yeah. I, d- I don't know about you, but like for me, starting traveling was a lot of the time. I don't even think I knew. Yeah, I, I, there was something missing for me, mm-hmm. and I, mm-hmm. I didn't know what it was. And I'm sure yeah. there's a few things that could have maybe made me feel more fulfilled. I think fulfillment mm-hmm. was the answer, but I think traveling was just something that I had to do. Once it was in my head, it was like I have to do that. Yeah, and it's the little yeah. things. There's nothing particular that will like normally set you off on that path. So it's really good. That's a really good story of how you've been able to pin different points in your life because I think you're right. Like. I've been on a cruise trip ship once and it was an amazing trip and I love mm-hmm. you dad thank you for taking me on that you're the best dad in the world <laughs> is thanks grandma and grandpa yeah right yeah. I mean no we're obviously no, lucky really, as fuck right? yeah, we're yeah, lucky yeah. as fuck right you know right but, right um but I, I agree like I love going to local places like for me that's all you yeah. know it's like when I went to Thailand I was like get me to a local like you know because yeah. uh, get get me out of the center get me out of the center mm-hmm. that's basically mm-hmm. what i'm like i'm literally like get me to the center and then i'm flying away like i'm flying right, right to the outskirts right. and then i want to walk in somewhere and people be shocked that a white man's there so <laughs> not because not because of the reaction but because that's local that's where the right. real shit right. is do you know what i mean that's where the real food's gonna be <laughs> that's found. where the real that's where the real atmosphere is gonna be get right, me out right. of bullshit like if you if you right, walk right. into it if you walk into somewhere and you're surrounded by people who are not from there i guarantee mm-hmm it ain't that good because they yeah. don't have to be and it's going to be overpriced. Everything about it's not going to be as good as the local places. So move yeah. away from that zone unless you want a burger, you know, and there's nothing wrong with every now and again right, right. doing that. But, right. you know, we're talking generally, <laughs> right? You know, right, so right. I think it's good that you, you know, like I agree the type of traveling, you've got to figure out what type of traveling you want. And then you've also yeah. got to realize at some point, oh, right. Like I, I have to do this. But, but right. even then, a lot of people do gap years. A lot yeah. of people do, you know, live abroad. I think it's becoming but... more like frequent too. I think mm. you can talk about it too. Cause like in the UK, I don't really know. Like, I mean, you're closer to a lot of different countries, you know, than the States is in a lot of ways. And, you know, in the States, at least where I'm from, that was gap years. My friend who did that, there was a couple of them, but not many people did that. It was kind of like you go straight into uni, you know? So I'm curious if that's like, common or not common for you guys to take I've, a break between the guys would be college and uni. I found that a lot of people, I know a few people who've become more like a lot of people who've done gap years and it's not been a gap year. They're yeah, pretty much the only, most of people. Life. Yeah, like gap life essentially like <laughs> to an extent. Legit, I mean, it probably sounds cringy back home and we could definitely go into the logistics of why it isn't actually that difficult to yeah. achieve but um 
Yeah, like, I mean, because I was going to say, like, it, a lot of people do gap years on the go, but the difference is, is I feel like you and me, but I'm talking about you here, you, this is a lifestyle, at least for the foreseeable future. Yeah, so you, this is a lifestyle for you, right? Yeah, I think, like, you were just talking about how some, yeah, gap years, and I think, I think you, I don't know if it was you and Babsy, I heard, like, your first bit, or someone else, but just talking about, I think it was someone else, like, you were just mentioning how, um, like, it's more attainable than you think it is, and, like, obviously, that's coming from us, like, I, I would like to mention, like, you know, like, we're from different backgrounds and things, and everyone has their own shit going on, like, I don't have relatives I have to really take care about, I don't have to be, you know, I'm quite free in a lot of ways in that right, regard, uh, Let's but... just get this out of the way, we're both self-aware, yeah. Like, there's going to be people, right? It's not, but like, if we're, you're in English, if you're, if you're speaking in, if you're listening to this right now and I'm speaking at full pace and you understand what I'm saying, unless you have yeah. kids or someone or somebody who's dependent on you, you can do it. Right. Probably. I mean, that's kid, 99%. I mean, honestly, you could. Yeah. yeah I don't know and, if you, you know, want to, but. If anybody's upset by that, then they can cry me a river. But that is the truth. Yeah. Like, you know, like, I'm not, I can't, yeah. I'm not going to go through everybody's case in the world and break down, right? right you can't right. do that. And that's their, you know, yeah, but right. generally right. speaking, Obviously, if you're understanding what yeah, I'm saying right now, yeah, if you right. if you understand what I'm saying right now, you can teach abroad. That's a guarantee. Right. If you understand right. what I'm saying, like yeah, it's really right. just yeah, and I think it's just doing. You know, for me, yeah, I think it became like this is I would love to live abroad, and it's even been more instilled that I need to live abroad just mm. because I for many reasons, right? But I think like it is it is as easy as just you know applying for especially if you're like from the states or from the uk and you have a passport you get a tuffle you know you can just hop on and you know there's so many opportunities for you to do that and so um and that's just one way you know to to make a living abroad i think it's probably an easier way you know because getting sponsored and all that stuff can be a pain depending on where you want to go but um but yeah i think definitely it's just been that has been my trajectory since like graduating is, you know, I've had, I've had times where I've had just, you know, three to four months in one place. And then, you know, I've had years in some places. So, but now I'm like, let's keep it going. Let's keep the ball rolling. I put a little hiatus on it, but I'm like, we're going to continue it at some <laughs> point. But <laughs> no, yeah. 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 That's fine. I, I don't think it's like, I, one thing I always remind myself with that actually with, um, you are, you, and you, you live moving, having to move back home for a bit. It's a perfect example. Life isn't a race. You know, there is. Right. Start racing places. You're racing against nobody. You right. Just, I just, think. If you're enjoying yeah. somewhere, if you're enjoying life, you know, internal happiness is a huge part of happiness. If you're not internally right. happy, if, you, if you're moving from place to place and you never, if you're not feeling fulfillment everywhere you go, that's probably, the answer is probably right. not by moving again. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. So, yeah, yeah, but if you are happy well, internally, then yeah. that's a long way. That takes you a long way, I think. Right. And I think I think I was talking to this with, like, Maddie, who's, like, a really good friend of mine and mm. um, also taught in Korea. And, she, you know, we were both living in London. And she's still there. And I think we were just talking about, you know, for me, like, do I want to leave London? Do I want to ever leave Korea? You know, always there's like, well, I'd be okay too, but I don't really want to. Like, it's it's nice and easy to stay, like, put. But I think 
what what I've learned is if I, you know, try to push something and the opportunity is not there, you know, like the opportunity in this moment is I'm back in Iowa for a bit. I'm back in the States in general and I don't really want to be here, but, you know, I'm not, that's kind of where things are pointing me. So I'm not going to like force force other things right now because I know if I do, then that's when you can kind of go down a bit more of a, a toxic hole of, I don't know, some, you know, forcing things that maybe you shouldn't be forcing at that point in time. You know, I know every time I'm like in this position where I'm like, uh, what am I going to do? I leave Korea, you know, it's like, what's going to happen to me, right? Then something else kind of falls into place. So, you know, I'm just going to let the cards fall where they may. That, that's, I think, absolutely, yeah. You have to listen to yourself and then trust yourself. Trust yourself to do the right thing, to push yourself when you need to be pushed. And also trust yourself to not blindly follow what you think you want versus what you might actually want. I think right. it's a fair thing to say, right? Yeah. Right. yeah. And definitely mm. priorities, like, because that shifts, you know, like financially yes. sometimes I'm, I'm okay. And so that's not the priority. It's mm. let me go here and have this experience. And then other times it's like, like currently that is the priority. I need to get <laughs> my shit together. So it's like, so that's kind of like, do I want, you know, the specific position here? Not necessarily. Am I grateful that I, you know, am in this position? Yes. So I'm going to kind of, and I'm going to learn new things. I think like that's always every time I hop to a new place, I'm doing something new. So I'm gaining new skills and that can be applied yeah. to whatever. So that's how I look at it is like, even if I'm physically not where I want to be necessarily, like I'm gaining all these other, you know, skill sets and, you know, whatever it may be. And I can take that elsewhere at other points coming, you know, into the future, whoever, wherever that lands me, you know. Mm. But, yeah, yeah. I mean that. Yeah, that's hundred percent correct. I mean, you can you can save a lot of money living abroad, but yeah, I also don't really. Some people live abroad to save money. I don't think I ever. Was, we both need money, like you right. know, like you know, we're not we're not we're not bound by a different set of monetary rules. But what I mean right. is, like you know, I'm I'm in the next six months in Vietnam. I'm planning to. I'm on a similar thing. I'm like right, get myself to probably like September October, and then yeah saving big time and then I have that right. freedom then to, to make decisions about what I want to do right, um, right. but like it's not as if you know but I don't I don't like I don't personally care like, let's say I don't let's say I don't care if I have once I get past a certain number of security I don't care right, if, right. if I had another I don't care on I don't need more for my ego it's not going to bring me more happiness. Right, right, like if you have, right, if you right. have fifty grand or sixty, I don't have that much. But let's pretend. Yeah. Like if I had fifty, <laughs> I don't have it. But let's let's right. live my monetary dream. Let's say I have fifty thousand pounds. Yeah. Hypothetically. Right. Uh, is sixty thousand going to make me happier? I mean, in the short term, to medium term, to long term, right. the answer is no. Really, as long as I have enough to be happy. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I, but yeah, you do have yeah. to have enough to be but happy. That's what I'm saying, and I think, <laughs> I think, yeah, but I think <laughs> that's what you're saying is true, though, and you know, I think if you I mean in my opinion kind of and I know we'll talk about this like later on but just going out and like being put in situations and you know living abroad but that's where you kind of find like what what brings you joy you know and so then it's like yeah I don't like even here my mom was even like maybe you could get like a junky car and I'm like I don't want a car <laughs> like you know I don't want to I don't want to invest in any of that you know because I know like you know I'd rather 
take a bus or Uber or whatever it is for the time being that I'm here. I'm not going to like invest in that at all because I know that's, you know, that's not bringing me happiness. And then it also ties me a bit more. I see it as like, now I have to deal with this, you know, piece of and actually there was something you said and i really thought it was a good analogy of like something i think about a lot i I don't always live by this rule but before we get i do want to start talking about you more but yeah before we did this is something you said about the cruise ship and i actually again couldn't agree more which is maybe i'm overthinking things but why not i'll try and be i'll try and go on whether i am or not i'm gonna try yeah um there was a so you said about the cruise ship and I, when I was on the cruise ship, I had a similar thing. Like there was like three restaurants, I think. It was incredible, mm-hmm. right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, and we went to all these, you know, all these places. But I remember like, you know, it was a big ship. I remember almost nothing about the boat. I remember going to places. Yeah. And the truth is, is like, for me, that boat is like, it's really nice, but it's about getting out of it. The boat is the materialistic side of life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But... I don't give a shit about that, really. I, I probably care. Some, I, I don't want to, I should say, because I know, even though I like having a decent phone, things like that, that's not actually what's going to bring any kind of meaningful moments in your life. The best moment was right. getting off the boat, getting off the, the luxurious boat, and then going yeah. into the real world and all of a sudden right. being surrounded by a completely different culture. That was the amazing thing, not right. getting on the boat. And even though the boat was right. luxurious... Yeah, I think it's hard for me, right, and it's so hard to, I mean, for me, and maybe for you, but to, like, wrap your, I mean, I can't, I still to this day, like, I try to relate to people who, like, you know, and not to bash people who just, like, resorts and cruise ships, but I really try to be, like, what is the point? (laughs) Like, Mm. you're not interacting with locals, like, the reason you're going abroad or getting out is to, like, see things that you don't have back home, so you're just kind of, you know, like, And I just, I I don't know if I'll ever understand that. And again, like if that's, you know, the only way to get someone, you know, to get out, it's better than nothing. But also it's just interesting, you know, Mm. it's just, I can't relate. (laughs) I can't. I I think, I think I can't can't relate, but one thing I can do is I've grown in appreciation. I mean, I don't, I, I think I respect people who stay in one place. They say, you know what? I don't want to travel. That's fair enough. Yeah. Um, if you want to be boring, that's totally chill. I'm just kidding. If, you, if you've got offended by that, cry me river again. Roasting. Um, yeah, you just got roasted, son. Take that on the chin. <laughs> I'm laughing at you right now. Um, Incredible. On the bus. Calm down. Um, okay. Anyway. Yeah, but, okay. Um, <laughs> that's a nice little segue. Let's. So, before we start talking about Korea, where did you yeah. where did you lived? Before Korea, where do you where have you been or spent significant time? You were young yes. when you moved to Korea. Though. You were younger than me. you're younger two years younger than me. You're twenty five now. Yeah, I'll, almost, I'll be I'll be twenty six in a, in four weeks. So. Oh, so you know, oh, you're yeah. more, for some, I think I always thought you were like a, a wee yeah. last. <laughs> no, but I mean, I, when I went to Korea, I was twenty three. You were twenty one, right? I grab. No, I think it was twenty. Two. Oh, so you'd only but you'd only graduated a year ago? Yeah, not even. I graduated the summer before, so and then nice. I went in August. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. So you really didn't. So have I went much only time. like four or five months. Before. Ah. Yeah. So had you had you lived anywhere before? I'd always had in my mind that you had. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Most of yeah. So I um, 
So I guess like going back to like when I was like, I'm going to go abroad a lot in university. So I did. And the first place I lived, well, actually it was multiple. Well, the first place I lived, I did a research program. Um, like I studied international human rights development, you know, stuff like that. So there was this really cool program offered where you could go. It's They're all research based, but one is you're in one place. You know, you can choose to be for the semester or you can hop around to multiple countries. And mm. I was like, that's the one. So, yeah. um yeah, so I did a human rights research program in we started in Nepal and then we moved to Jordan and then I moved to Chile. And so I literally went from I mean, I never expected Nepal to be the first place I lived outside of the <laughs> States, but I'm so glad it was because it just was kind of random and I had like such a great experience and you know, but in that pro I think that program was also like fascinating because most times you go abroad or you do Erasmus, it's more like you're going for fun. You're going to party. Like, yeah, you might study a bit, but this was like actually rigorous mm. and I had to have my shit together. So there wasn't loads of free time to be exploring and going out. Like it happened once in a while, but it was like, you know, pretty, pretty strict and structured. So yeah, so I did that. And then, um, after Chile, I kind of did a bit of like, you know, South America. I wasn't really living there. I was just traveling a bit and then um, proceeded to say, fuck this shit once I got back to the States. <laughs> and I said, I'm doing it again. And I think I remember my academic advisor was just like, there's no way you're going to go abroad again. And I was like, watch me, sweetie. And so um, I did. And, you know, she was a bit hesitant, but she, she you know, like, I found a way to make sure all of my shit added up so I could graduate on time. And I moved to Prague and that was a, that was a blast. I met like some really great people there and that was my first time in Europe really like long-term. And so, um, in Prague's great, it's cheap, it's cheerful, you know, the checks, you know, can be a bit cold, but they're, you know, fun that's, that's, but that's made it. I mean, I love it's, it. That's a whole conversation itself. I love, oh, yeah. I, I've actually started to appreciate like that. All the Soviet Union countries. Oh my god! They, they, Just as much don't as, talk to me. Yeah, but I like it in a way because <laughs> it's it. real. Yeah. I've been thinking about this recently. Like, why do I smile at people? Like, right? What, I mean, I think right. I, as much as like I, I'm going to continue smiling at people. Right. It's a cultural difference. <laughs> but I do think I've there's learned. an admirable thing to that. Like, they're just not. Yeah. They're not about the fake shit. You know. You know. They, they right. save their niceness for people they like. I right. think there's something about that that's quite cool. And also, pride. I think it's great. Prague architecture, mm -hmm. man. Come on. Prague, Come on. I mean, Prague is insane. Like, yeah, if, you've, if you've been to Paris or you've done, you know, I mean, Austria also, I really think, has, like, really great architecture. But Prague takes the cake. It's literally insane. Like, yeah, and just historically, just, it's phenomenal. It's just mm -hmm. badass. It's a badass country. I went there <laughs> twice know? last year. I'm flexing, man. Yeah. I went there twice last year. I couldn't get um, enough. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. I was like... I was like, I'm going to go again. I mean, it was the second time yeah. I went, it was raining and I didn't do anything. I just yeah. like walked around and then it was raining. Just stick, yeah. But still, yeah. it's good, but yeah. honestly, highly recommended. Um, right. So right. you did that. Yeah. And then, so, so obviously. Prague. So then, oh. yeah, well, then, no, you think I'm done. You think I'm done, you right? You think I'm done, bitch. I <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Right, right. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> So then I was in Prague and I actually, what was cool, the reason I picked that program too was I could do like a kind of a, what would it be, an internship like while I was studying. 
so I could get like, you know, extra credit. Mm -hmm. I could be like, look at me out here, you know? And then I was like, again, fuck this. I'm not going back to the States. And so I think I traveled for a month or so after with some friends, like, and then immediately I came back to the States for about a week or two. And I had, while I was in Prague, I, um, a boss of mine slash professor here at Iowa, she is connected everywhere. She, she used to be an international lawyer. And she, I found this fund that allowed me to do an internship abroad if I applied and it had to be human rights based. And so I applied, I got in um, and I decided to go to South Africa. And wow. so I did my, yes, yeah, did. And that, yeah, yes, I remember, gosh, okay, continue. <laughs> yeah. No, you're good. And so originally it was in Namibia. And then my boss who I was communicating with there was like, actually, I'm in Cape Town. So you can choose. And so I, I still really want to do Namibia. But I was like, I'm gonna go to Cape Town. And mm. it was so funny, because I and it was amazing. My like Cape Town is actually Cape Town's so complex, you know, South Africa is so complex, but mm. it is such an incredible, like city and country. It's beautiful. And so, mm. um, yeah, so I did that. And then, um, I don't know, I kind of traveled a bit more, you know, I, in Asia, I went to Malaysia for a bit. And I found like these rad fools that I'm still like good friends with to this day, had a killer time and then graduated and then off to Korea, I went and so it kind of, it didn't really stop. There was like, you know, coming and going here and there. But like, yeah, so I was like, watch me, watch me go, <laughs> you know. There is so... that, you do, you do have that, uh, I could feel that force about you, actually, that watch me go. <laughs> you just watch. Right. You hold my drink, I'll be, I'll be back later, but it might it's be like a minute. Three drinks. Three yeah. Drinks <laughs> yeah, legit, <laughs> like, um, uh, and like, I mean, a lot of people, right, I mean, I know you pretty well, and like, I mean, actually, so... I feel like that, that watch me go attitude. I just want to take that. I know, obviously, we, we met in Korea and we could talk about Korea in a second, but I just want, could, just because it's the right time, I think. Can you talk about the, the India story? Oh my God, yes. Okay. Well, start, yeah. about, start about the time period we're talking about. Yes. Give a bit oh, of don't you worry. <laughs> Here we go, everyone. Here we go. So, um, wow, this is so funny. So, this was. I think this was before I met you, was it? No, you had just gotten to Korea, I think, three I think we months met once before. or twice, I think. Right, right. Because then we were all on our holidays, and yeah. Okay, so <laughs> so I'd been in Korea since August, and this was maybe six months later. So this was before COVID hit, and, you know, I was just having a great time. Um, I mean, yeah, I'll get to the India part, but this was definitely, like, I don't know, Korea, you know, you've experienced this, I know, too. But traveling and being in Korea definitely um, reshaped a lot of, like, relationships and people I, you know, I was close with before I was in Korea. And just loads of things kind of happened, especially, mm -hmm. like, a few weeks leading up to, like, the time I had off. Um, and so, you know, I taught the whole fall semester. I was supposed to go 
one place I was supposed to go to Thailand with a couple different people, all of that kind of fell through. Um, and there was some other stuff going on and I just was like, fuck this shit. And so <laughs> I was like, screw all of you. I'm going anyway. Right. And so yes. either way, like I had booked my flight and normally I don't book things. I've learned to not book things like two in advance, but I had a job. So I was like, all right, I'm going to do Thailand and then Vietnam and then back to Korea. So, mm. um, to start the new, you know, desk warming of the semester. And so, um, I booked my flight to Thailand and, um, and I go and my uncle actually lives in Bangkok. So I was like, cool. Like we're hanging out. And actually a friend of mine from Malaysia was w- working at a hostel in, um, Bangkok as well, which I didn't really realize at the time. So I connected with her. We were all hanging out, um, and there's like a good group of us for like a week or so. And of course, like Bangkok, super fun. We all had a great time. There was one guy in like our group who he was traveling like the north of India and the south of India, but you have to do a visa run. So he had done like three months in the north and then he was going to do three months in the south. And I was like, that's so sick. And like at the time, India was this place that I'd always wanted to go, but I just was like, it's a beast, you know, like you kind of, Mm. I kind of, as a female solo traveler, I'd go, but I also just, you know, you hear so many things and, and not to feed into that. It's just the reality of like, what am I going to expect? You know, I don't know. So I, we all go our separate ways. I do like the South of Thailand. I go, I end up in um, Phuket at one point in like, (laughs) in a hostel filled (laughs) With all these fools, these British fools, like all these lads, essentially, and then a one American dude, but we all get on really well, right? So we're all just like having a great time. We're going out, we're just chilling. And, and the one guy, you know, was back in India. And I just, there was something that was like, that would be so sick to go. Like, it would just be so, I know someone and it's a guy, you know, which I don't always like, I'm like, uh, but like the safety aspect and just someone who's been in India for three months already, I was like, this would be really cool. And he was like quirky, but lovely. And so I, the guys I was in the dorm room with were just, one of them had been to India and he was like, go for it. He's like, just go for it. Like book a flight. And I was like, yeah, why the fuck not? You know? And so I, I actually, I did. And um, I think the visa within like, you know, a day I had to apply for it, pay like a hundred bucks for it. And then I was, I was in, it was expensive. I remember wow. it being like last minute and I was like, oh, it was I was like, I a job. <laughs> yeah, it was a last minute visa. Okay. So I think that's why it like cost me quite a bit, or maybe that was the total with the flight, but I also fucked up the flight. So it was like, maybe I shouldn't be going here. I don't know. And so the hilarious part is I text the guy and I'm like, can I do this? And he's like, yeah, I don't mind. You can crash. Um, I'm in Goa, India. And my dumbass, you know, for anyone who's listening to this, um, who's really, you know, into EDM or, you know, Psytrance specifically, which I had no idea, like, the, like I had no idea what Psytrance was before this. And Goa is like the birth mother, the like the holy land for Psytrance. And <laughs> you know, just partying and for foreigners all over the world and DJs like to come. And so I'm just like, do to do. And so like I go and um, him and I like we're he's doing his thing. He's going to festivals. But like I was like, it's 100 degrees out. I'm roasting. I'm not going to go to this. But I was just doing my own thing. And it was great. And I was like, I'm an India dude. Right. So this is where like things start to like get chaotic. So um there's like a hilltop festival is what it's called and it's like three days and um so this guy was 
at the Hilltop Festival, but then the fourth day is like an after party. And the really cool thing about Goa is you have the ocean right there. And then all of these like um, cafes all along the the sand. And, and at night though, like they become raves, like they become like the cafes turn into full on raves, like lights, cameras flashing like like strobe lights you got like the speakers insane like in and you're on the beach so it's like sick as hell so I'm going and like I him and I go he's like you want to go I'm like sure let's go so we go and like long story short there's a loads of people like at this after party and there's like the DJ, there's the mosh pit. And I just was and everyone's on something and I am there sober as can be. And I'm like, bro, this is wild. Like, this is crazy. And so I just, there was like on the second level, you kind of could look over and see everyone. And so um, I, you know, it was just kind of vibing. I was just like people watching essentially like Psytrance is intense, especially if you are sober in whatever capacity that means for you. Like it's, it's just, please someone go like, listen to it after this podcast. Cause just sample it a bit. Cause you'll be like, what the heck? Right. So like the dudes down in the mosh pit vibing, he's also sober. I'm like, good for you being able to do that. Like, you know, I couldn't with this genre, I couldn't do it. Anyway, I end up meeting, um, there's like a big group of guys and we end up like hanging out and I come to find out that one of the, a couple of them are Kiwi and some of them are Indian or some of them are Oz, like they're not Aussie. Ooh, I'm going to get in trouble if I hear this. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Um, and they're all hanging out. And so they're like, oh, can you take a big group picture for us? And I'm like, yeah, sure. So we're talking and I find out it's a bachelor party. And I'm like, that's really cool. You know, super sick. Glad you guys are having fun. Um, we just got on really well. So I was like, maybe we can hang out, you know, again, another time because I'm there for a few di- more days. And there's another girl I've like met at this after party. And so we exchange numbers. And anyway, so the night finishes. Nothing crazy really happens. G- like go home, sleep. Um, next day, like meet up with a few of those guys and the girl and I like meet up with them and we're just chatting and like, um, and essentially this, like the story can get dragged out. So I'm like, I'll just try to so we're like, um, yeah, so we're hanging out for a few days and then, um, at some point, um, I've just like ditched ditch this dude that's like allowed me to join his trip to <laughs> India which I feel terrible but I'm I'm just getting on so well with like all these other people and it's just like such a great time and either way I'm, I'm like I have to fly back to Mumbai to fly back to Korea so I've booked all of that right I've booked my flight again this is like the second flight right we've done Vietnam to Korea now we're doing Mumbai to Korea so I've ditched I've scrapped that whole plan and so I'm with um one of the guys like who I love to death and he's like, well, I have to go back to Mumbai as well. So do you want to just like come with me and you can stay with our family, like, you know, overnight at their place and then, you know, fly out. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. So I like, <laughs> I run into my, the flat and I like grab my shit and I'm like, you know, the poor guy's like, where are you going? And I'm like, I'm my flight. I fucked up. It's like today. Right but it isn't or like it's tomorrow. Anyway, I am like, I feel really bad. This dude's invited me. I've crashed his whole like grow a trip, but whatever. So I dip out 
we fly to like Mumbai and like we get there and I just have like one night but it is it's insane I mean like India is just like Mumbai is insane too it's just a massive city right so you like land all the like taxis are there like everyone's honking the smell of incense is in the air like the food you can smell it it's just like it's it's beautiful it's like an orchestra of like sounds and scents and it's just so cool and so um this guy and his brother like his brother's the one getting married so we like go to the um like bride-to-be's like family's house and she's really dope and her parents are so nice and they're like yeah you can stay here for the night and we just like go out because it's um one of the guy's birthdays and like we celebrate and it was just like such a fun time and I I literally the next day I'm supposed to go to the airport so I go I get to the airport and I'm like um you know I can't go I'm like, fuck this. Like, I'm not going back. Like, why would I go back? Right. <laughs> Meanwhile, I literally have a job that like, yes, like the kids weren't coming into school in Korea yet, but like, I have a job to get back to. But that in my head, I was like, okay, like I still have more vacation time. I can take that. And I'm literally at the entrance of the airport. Like it's taken an hour to get from like the flat all the way to the airport. Yeah, and right. the guy, my like really good friend, he's with me. And, you know, he's alluded to, oh, well, you could totally come to like my brother's wedding. And I'm, I'm just like, um, yeah, that'd be great. But in my head, I'm like this wedding six months out, like that'd be great. But I'm not, you know, who knows where any of us will be. The wedding is literally like the following weekend. And so I'm like, fuck this, I'm staying. And so I like text my co-teacher. I'm like, oh, I think I need to take another week off. And they're like, okay, that's fine. Meanwhile, while all of this is going on and I'm in my own little bubble, COVID, you know, has now like consumed parts of China. And I'm like not really aware of this. If you want to jump in at any point too, feel free. Um, no, I was like... just going to say like, I feel like we're talking like February 2020. Yeah. So yeah, like, February you know, we're talking like... like, I don't think I didn't have a clue how seriously that was going to be at that stage. Oh, no. So I, like, you no. heard about it, but I thought, you know, you, things were, you would think not long before, but there was Ebola, things like that. I, I just thought, uh, you know, yeah. these, these things come and go. That's what I thought. I thought, you know, right, right. tide goes in, tide goes out. Right, like right. Tide, and so I was like, oh, I'm, um, I'm hearing of things, but like, it's not here. Like, I don't, I don't know what it is. Yeah. So back to my bubble, right? So I, yeah, so I stay and, um, and I end up crashing like their, this guy's brother's wedding. But at this point, like, we've kind of hung out quite a bit on and off. So I'm like seeing parts of Mumbai, like they're doing stuff for the wedding. Of course, like it's an Indian wedding. I have nothing to wear. And I'm like, you know, let's go all fucking out, man. So I like, but I have very limited time and I find this insane shop that does like these super cool, like, um, like wedding fits. And so I got like a, a massive Lenga and like paid bank for it. And I literally though, like, I'm like, I don't know how much of this I can reveal on the podcast, but long story short is we roll up to the wedding, like loaded, like with, let's just say party favors. Right. And so this is also like a massive wedding, like their dad, you know, he used to be a big um, deal, like in the military. And so I didn't know any of this, like they're knowing all this, but we're just doing shit left and right. That should not be happening 
with literal like top military dudes from wow. India in this wedding, which I didn't know until days later. And they'd also rented like the whole, it, it was called the nest. And it was like the whole area does like, like that only military people could um, rent out, but it was all for like us. So after party was like in all of these rooms. And so we were just going from room to room, like 